the voice of reason, the voice of alarm, the voice of stats, the voice of scouts, the voice of Kool-Aid, the voice of dismay, the voice of Davo. And it's this series that will allow the Royals to make a statement to the Tigers. Not this game, but with that said, we are sure off to a good start. As it's Davo welcoming you into another edition of Your Dish here on Clubhouse Conversation following an absolute beatdown of the boys from Motown as the Royals win 8-1. to one. And, and let's waste no time in getting to our player of the game tonight. I mean, you got to start with Danny Duffy. The offense, awesome. The defense, awesome. The pitching, better than awesome. If it were the 80s, we'd say radical or tubular, dude. Danny Duffy gives the Royals rotation a shot in the arm. Probably not the best pun to use when you're talking about pitchers, but he did. Danny goes seven-plus innings tonight. And what were we harping on yesterday and the day before? Innings. We need innings from the Royals rotation, namely Duffy, who's gone at least five in all of his starts, but not longer than six. So great to see Duffy go seven-plus innings against the Detroit lineup, the best lineup he's faced all year. Right-handers everywhere in that lineup. Gives up just one run on seven hits, strikes out seven, and walks two. Awesome for Danny. I'm going to give him a a clap right there. And that's bigger than the golf clap, too. That's a a full-on clap. Duffy now 2-0 with a 3-4-5 ERA. It was just good to see. And especially after starting with a 20-pitch first inning where the Tigers stung a couple of balls pretty good. Had a two-on with two outs, and he gets out of that inning by striking out J.D. Martinez. And from there, he just completely sailed. I mean, so yeah, 20 pitches in the first inning, and then through seven, he came out for the eighth, which I thought was questionable. Whatever. Trying to extend him a little bit, get a few more outs. That's fun. But, you know... Between the second through the seventh innings, in those six innings, he threw just 78 pitches, which is 13 pitches an inning, which is awesome. So just awesome tonight from Duffy. Attacking with the fastball, challenging the hitters, no fear. And that's what he needs to do. He's got the stuff. You know, don't don't monkey around. Don't mess around. Just go after him. And he did it tonight. And, of course, the Royals getting him an early lead, which we'll get to here in a minute, helped. But give Danny all the credit in the world. He's our player of the game tonight. His first of the year. First in a long time for Danny. Going back really to last August since he had the injury issues down the stretch for the Royals. Now, Jason Frazier, Brandon Finnegan finished this one off. Good to see Finnegan in particular come out there with his scoreless inning. Looked really good in his 1-2-3 ninth inning. And offensively, where do we even start offensively? Every single Royal starter had at least one hit in this game. And in two of the three Cleveland games, eight of the nine had at least one hit. So this Royals offense is back. I know some people were kind of down in the dumps following the Chicago series. I don't know why the Royals were, what, 12-6 and six, playing 666 ball. Some people thought the Royals offense was, you know, disappearing and blah, blah, blah. Well, it's baseball. Sometimes the pitchers beat you and... They play a lot of games. There's going to be games where you don't score much. But the Royals have put it back together if there was any question about the flash in the play in the first couple of weeks. It's not a flash in the pan offense. No no way. And this is better. I got in a long argument with one of my good friends the other night, Nathan, that thinks this Royals offense is 7th or 8th in the American League. Completely disagree. I think this Royals offense is in the 3-4 to four range in the American League. I really do. It's better than expected. And I don't see too many flukes so far. Do I think Moose is going to hit 360, 370? No. Do I think Kane's going to hit about 300? Yes. Do I think Moose will? Yeah, right around there. Do I think Hosmer will? Yeah. 
I mean, Morales, is it's not really that big of a surprise what he's doing. And who knows what Alex Rios will do. He'll be a big help for the Royals as well. So when we talk about offense, let, you know, let's talk about Alfredo Simon's line tonight. Four and a third innings, he allowed six runs on nine hits with two walks. Struck out six. Who cares? Gave up six runs. So in four and a third innings, he gave up 11 base runners. The Royals with a two and a half whip just about against Simon tonight. Who'd what, given up one hit all year to a right-handed hitter? The Royals just mauled him. Got good swings all night. When they made contact, they hit the ball hard. Let's go through the Royals lineup tonight and start off by talking about the extra base hits. Huge home run by Eric Cosmer, obviously, with two outs and a man on in the third inning to extend that Royals lead to 3-0. Absolute monster shot, 420 feet, the straightaway center. Royals with four extra base hits overall with those two walks. The home run by Hosmer, and then there were doubles from Moose, Morales, and Perez. Mike Moustakis, let's talk about him. The bunt hit in the bottom of the first. Was that not a beautiful thing? You couldn't have rolled that ball any better. Again, the Tigers, just like most teams, continue to play him as a dead pull hitter. I don't, I don't get it. At this point, teams are just being stubborn. You look at his spray chart. He's getting the ball much more to left field when it gets hits than he is anywhere else in the diamond. He's he's wearing out left field. Why would you still do that? I mean, I'm fine with it. It's working in the Royals' favor. But at some point, take the stubbornness away. My gosh. I would have to think that surely the Tigers are going to adjust to that by tomorrow or Saturday, right? If not, whatever. Just keep wearing them out. But I love seeing that for Moose. That's one of my favorite at-bats of the night. Kendrys Morales. Wow, how big is he? He just continues to get the big hit for the Royals. Hits the ball hard. Has a pretty nice approach. I mean, he goes up there and gets his money worth. He's going to strike out a bit. He's going to swing a lot. Not going to walk a ton. But he's getting the job done. Hitting the ball hard. Driving in runs. That's what he was brought here to do. And he's a lot faster, by the way, than I thought. And defensively, for the Royals tonight, a couple of things stuck out. First of all, let's give Gerard Dyson a lot of credit in right field. I mean, you go back to that game against the Twins in Minnesota, the Wednesday afternoon afternoon game where... The game Vargas was pitching, where Vargas deserved better. I mean, there were a couple of plays that had to have been made that weren't. There was some very shaky defense by Dyson and Wright. Enough to the point where he didn't play again in right field for about 10 days, where Paulo Orlando was starting every day. And the Royals were scared to put him back out there. Ever since then, though, the last three games, Dyson's looked really good, especially tonight. That catch he made in, I believe, the sixth inning when he went running there in the right center field alley near the warning track ran for ever covered five acres it seemed like to get to that ball off the bat of Ian Kinsler huge job huge you know just a great play by Dyson he looks good out there the last couple games that's that that bodes well for the Royals obviously and for him and his future another thing I took away from defense tonight was Christian Cologne's or not well yeah Christian Cologne first of all having a better arm than I thought but also Omar Infante on that double play ball I didn't think he had enough to get the ball to first he did against a fast runner, Iglesias. But also Christian Cologne, both of them I wanted to mention. Christian Cologne's arm's a little better than I thought at short. Quick feet. I noticed that. The arm's a little stronger than, I mean, it, it doesn't grade obviously where Escobar's is, but maybe better than league average at short arm, at least average. I don't know. That's tough to quantify with a small sample size when I've always seen him play short a handful of times. Royals 15-7, and seven, Detroit 15-8. and eight. If you care about first place, the last day of April, the Royals sit there. And now tomorrow, it's Chris Young going against lefty Kyle Lobstein. The first time the Royals have seen Lobstein ever 
Young comes in and five appearances out of the pen with the 186. Lobstein, two and one with the 350. The lefty Lobstein. And as far as Young versus Detroit, if you're wondering, he's two and zero at the 167 lifetime. I like the Royals tomorrow. As we talked about coming into this series, they had to get, in my opinion, if you want to get three wins, you have to win the first two. Have to. Realistically, I still want the Royals to win these first two because they have the clear advantage in the first two games. And yes, you've got a spot starter and, and, a, and a kid in Lobstein who's been throwing the ball pretty well. And Detroit's a damn good team. So I know it's a little iffy to say the Royals have a clear advantage tomorrow night, but I think they do. Chris Young's no slouch. He was a starter last year, put up great numbers until the month of September. And has had success against Detroit a little bit in the past. I like him a lot in that ballpark, getting his pop-ups against a lot of right-handed hitters. Young knows how to exploit guys, throw certain pitches they can't get to. Very intelligent pitcher out of Princeton, the 6'10 righty, and I look forward to seeing what he can do tomorrow. I think the Royals will have a nice approach against Lobstein. You know, take him the opposite way. Take him up the middle opposite way. It should be a fun game tomorrow night at the K with, with sellouts the next three nights, standing room only. Saturday, slight edge to Detroit, but you've got Edison Volquez against David Price. Both pitchers are great. We'll preview that more as the weekend goes on. And then, of course, Sunday to match up Jason Vargas and Anibal Sanchez, which I don't like at all. Don't like that game at all on on Sunday. So let's get the win tomorrow. Guarantee yourself the split. You get a split in this series, it's fine. You get three, then it's a statement. It's successful. It's a statement. That's a nice way to start the year if you can get three against the guys who owned you last year. And I'm aware it's going to be May 3rd when this series ends. It's tough to to say there's a real true statement delivered on May 3rd. I, I understand that. But to me, it would be at least a little bit. So we'll have it for you again tomorrow night on Clubhouse Conversation. A beautiful win in game number one of four against the Detroit Tigers. Let's keep it rolling. And I got to put in a plug real quick for our interview that we had with Jorge Bonifacio, the Royals' number nine or number 10 prospect, depending on who you listen to. It is up. Posted here on the site, Jorge Bonifacio playing in Northwest Arkansas, the right fielder. Many feel about two years away from hopefully being the heir apparent in right field for the Royals. Check out 15 minutes. You know, Take some time and listen to that. He's a nice kid. Get introduced to him. Hear about life growing up in the Dominican Republic. It's Emilio Bonifacio's brother. Very interesting interview here on Clubhouse Conversation. So check that one out. One other plug, there's a fairly new feature on the site called Hit and Run that you'll see at the top. And that is the kind of the Cliff Notes version of each former player interview. So if you don't have an hour, hour and a half, because a lot of these interviews are 45 minutes, hour, hour and a half. I get it if you don't want to listen to the whole thing or if you're too busy sometimes. Go through There's some of the highlights, kind of the Cliff Notes from you know each former player interview, the five different clips from each one. So I encourage you to click through there, Royals fans, build your Royals history knowledge, and just be entertained. Here's some damn good baseball stories. It's all about Royals baseball here on Clubhouse Conversation. Have a great night.